What's up, what's up, everybody? What's up? How y'all what's doing today? Going on? Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Waycast Podcast. I was going to be good today, y'all. We got everybody up in here today. So I'm just, <laughs> we going to let everybody introduce themselves today because we gonna, we just jumping off fresh. Let's just go. Let's just go this way. Come on. Take it. Take it. Um, I'm Essence. <laughs> <laughs> I am Essence, and I'm just excited to be here because I know this episode about to be lit. 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 Go ahead, A-Rose. Um, over piggybacking there. off of Essence, um, I'm Ashley. I just got called into here, y'all. This, is, <laughs> this was an accident, but I'm glad, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> this is Minister Ken. I'm in the building. <laughs> Pastor the finally building, put yeah. me on program, y'all. Finally. finally. He just been holding us out. Just holding out. I told E, like, I'm saving you for, like, a good one. Because she, so these are the fire preachers in the house. All of them, really. And I got to save Essence and Ken for, like, the fire conversations. Because they're going to keep it so real. Like, they're going to be so just, just, just raw with it. So I was saving them for a, a good conversation. But, um... All conversations are good conversations, but today we just we got this this topic, y'all. And I know I can be a ghetto pastor sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> My topics be a little tool up. We ride now. What? This is church, sir. Now, um, cash app pastor. And a, a, lot of, pastor. a lot of people are like, what are you talking <laughs> about? So, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. And a lot of times, we a lot of things I say, we are worth way. We try to do everything biblical, but I do have an opinion on some things that shape from my biblical wisdom. And one thing I've been seeing um, as a pastor in my couple of years of pastoring is this cash app pandemic. Well, <laughs> on every church page, on every minister's page, it's like the cash tag is over everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, like, man, it's just, for instance, I, I was, it was a gentleman last night. I was up and knowing he doesn't even have a church. He doesn't have a ministry. I mean, he has an online thing. He just goes live all the time and he prays for people and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and every single post it's a cash tag is it and i'm like you don't even have a building every single time he goes live it's a cash tag Mm. like if you want to sow into what like i sometimes be thinking i'm let me i'm getting hot too fast into what like (laughs) you don't have you shouldn't need any money to do what you're doing from your Mm -hmm. your iphone in your living room like why do we need offering for that and i'm sensitive to this i was talking to busy i know we did our way fest a few weeks ago and i'm talking to busy like maybe just my pride i I hate asking for money and he said no bro you just understand your audience Mm -hmm. you understand that the generation you're dealing with has been turned off so badly with money Mm -hmm. and we know the plethora of things that's happened over this last few months with pastors in the city and money in this country and money what's happened over the course of the last generations with money and why haven't we gained any sensitivity to this and maybe it's because it's working it's, it's not a it's not a seed it's a hustle mm-hmm. right. and when i see these cash tags always like every bible study on wednesdays on sunday honestly why are we collecting offering on wednesday like it's just certain things <laughs> same that I just, money i had on sunday like the tithes i gave that sunday like i get it i honestly do i get it and that's why like, i want to have a conversation open conversation yeah. because it's, it's different perspectives that i know we're about to see there's nothing wrong with it in of itself right i think what i'm seeing what bothers me about the whole thing is i'm seeing small fruit but large requests for offering wow and that's exactly what i was just about to um what i immediately thought of because when you see churches um 
or ministries that go uh look like above and beyond to serve mm-hmm. people and yeah. uh to just make sure that they aren't the only people reaping the benefits from mm-hmm. their congregation it's different but like when you were talking about earlier about uh seeing a pastor online or excuse me lord not a pastor a man going mm-hmm. online and praying and um with this cash tag which i've seen i don't know if we're talking about the same person but it would even be when he saw someone come knows. up when he saw like someone sent money then he would start prophesying to mm-hmm. him so it's like it's kind of like a almost a gimmick a or even like a hustle and we have to be sure that uh, that's why people have such a hard time with um, being in church and giving to church Facts. because they don't see it as, you know, I'm not trying to pay pastor like Bill. Like that's Seriously. exactly how it is. Or I'm not trying to, they got members, uh, you know, struggling when they just bought a big old new house and they ain't got a single job, but the church. Right. It's, it's real. So it's like, that's the explanation y'all. So I'm not, my heart, the, the church got bills. Right. Ain't nobody know that. It's us. Right. We was in the house our 20 months now we've been doing a fellowship. We've been in the house for nine, ten of the months. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Not all of it has been financial, but let's be honest. If we had millions of dollars, we could just go get it. It wouldn't have been a problem. Mm-hmm. So it's, I guess it's always a piece of it is financial. Part of it is God just didn't want us to move, so we took our little queens and waited until he said move. But So that's that's the 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 the, 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 the 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 explanation. I wish we could have like a live feed so people can like ask questions and we can like get oh, their no. feedback. Right. I don't <laughs> want it. Right. <laughs> so like let's put it on the floor. Let's put it out there. Like so like Minister Ken, like how do you what's your perspective on pastoral leadership and money? So okay, so here's the deal, right? We know what the scripture says. Mm-hmm. I believe it's what first Timothy, right? Don't muzzle the ox who mm-hmm. treads out the corn. Mm-hmm. That a laborer is worthy of his hire. Double, so, double honor. Right. <laughs> so, biblically speaking, mm-hmm. if we want to start there, like it is um, a, a pastor that actually receives money from the church. In all actuality, if he's biblically speaking, mm-hmm. we're supposed to take care of our pastors. Mm-hmm. Let's just call a thing a thing. Mm-hmm. But I agree with Ashley when she said, "Hey, you know, some of this is a little is a little gimmicky." Um, some of it is a little gimmicky, which is why people, I agree with that 100%, do not want to give mm-hmm. to the church or to the man of God because they think of it like, well, he's driving a Ferrari. <laughs> like, right. I'm driving a Chevy. Mm-hmm. Like, why or what What would be the reasoning for me um, giving to the church? I, money is a thing that I tread really lightly on. I know what the biblical principles are, and I choose to follow what the biblical principles are, but I definitely actually 100% agree that it's gone too far. Do I believe that there should be a cash app in every single solitary post that you make? Um, mm, I'm going to say hard no. I don't necessarily think that that is, you know, um, but do people want to give randomly? Do they believe, do they, are they blessed by a word that a pastor or a preacher may give online or through a post and they want to give to a ministry or give to a person? Yes. Mm. But I think that should not be on the forefront. I think so should be. Mm-hmm. I think what you're trying to relay to your, to, to the people should be mm-hmm. what should be for, first and for, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Like it shouldn't be a bunch of cash app, you know, mm-hmm. handles mm-hmm. how, you know, it should be really about 
what it is that you're trying to convey, what God gave you to give to the people. It should be Absolutely. that. It should be about souls. It should be about his people, if that makes sense, and not about uh, the bag. Yeah. The bag. I got this crazy thought that if we actually honor God, he'll take care of the, our needs. And that's uh when I, we were just discussing about what the topic would be, I thought of immediately about the story in First Kings when the Lord sent Elijah to mm-hmm. the widow in Zarephath. Zarephath. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Go and live in the vi- village. I have instructed a widow there to feed you." So the people that God wants to pour into you and to pour into your ministry and church, He will send them. Like Come how on. we do at Wordsway, when you teach the principles, we you'll teach the principles, but ultimately it's up to God to put it on you. That's why it says that that should it should be something between you mm-hmm. and God, so that. There is no arm twisting. You can't mm-hmm. say, dang, they kind of just uh, made me give them my last $5. Mm-hmm. This is supposed to go in my gas tank. Mm-hmm. So it's not. So we have to grow out of the place where we're kind of, because honestly, when you have to come to the front and having a whole offering mm-hmm. line and stuff, it's kind of a guilt <laughs> thing when it shouldn't be, when it's literally the people uh, that God wants to give to you or he wants you to um pour into it he wants to pour into you he will send them mm-hmm. and he has already instructed them and even if they don't know it at first eventually it's gonna come it will. that is a whole fact yeah. maybe maybe the problem is is that we're just not trusting god Ooh. to handle minister mm-hmm. ministerial things mm-hmm. like if yes if you have a vision god has given you do you not know that he will actually supply if it's really from him he's going to send mm-hmm. the people that'll be able to give you don't have Mercy. to put your cash up 16 times on a post mm-hmm. in order for him to be able to do that like literally if you're really working and doing what god has called you to do trust me he will give make provision so maybe the issue is not necessarily the cash apps maybe it's just we don't trust him yeah, like we're supposed him. to yeah. be trusting Cause, him because i was going to say that giving is a faith thing and if anybody ain't never been faithful in giving in time, that is a faith thing. A, oh, so when we are when we go into ministry, that is a faith thing that God will provide, and giving is a faith thing. So do we trust God to provide? Come on, yes. And, and you know what's happened for this ministry in the last ninety days? We have right at twenty five thousand dollars of just random people mm-hmm. that's given to us. And I kept telling everybody, just trust God. Just trust yeah. God. And I've gotten to a point where I've really learned to trust mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Like I just. Me and my wife took our credit card out. We was ready to just slash into the church and die. And the guy said, nope. Here go random 9,000. Here's a mm-hmm. random 5,000. Here's a random 10,000. And we're like, well, thank you, God. Right. Like, just thank you. And, and it's it's a faith thing. And, and it's not that, again, giving is not wrong. We need to teach people the principles of, of giving. giving. If we yeah. want people blessed, we need to teach them the principles of giving. It is a seed principle that is clearly taught in the Bible. Mm-hmm. This is something that's got the uh, New Testament talking about money well over 800 times because they know this is going to be an issue. But what I, what I see and what I fear is we we lost a generation because of, I don't want to say his name, but I'm going to say it because he, I think he's very much repenting now, but of Creflo Dollar style preaching and teaching. Mm-hmm. I know he's repented because he just did a whole thing yeah, about he, 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 yeah. he repented from it of Creflo Dollar style preaching and teaching hustling. Right. We kicking you out the church if you're not a giver or the givers get the gold plate medal in the inner inner circle. Mm-hmm. Or we're going to put the giver and the Bible says don't do that. Right. And literally he said don't they don't get a special seat because they give. They don't sit up front and put the broke people in the back because yeah. you know if they get the rich people in the front they're going to give an extra I can emotionally get them. It's a hustle and now it's changed to like cash out. Mm-hmm. And cash tags mm-hmm. or zealous yep. or, or other things now that we've changed the hustle Venmo. to. And I'm afraid that we're going to lose, continue to lose the generation mm-hmm. in this area if we don't be content and have faith in God to trust him with teaching the principles and letting him work in the hearts of the people at yeah. that point. Yeah. yeah. Like, 
what I think is is and I'm just gonna offer a different side of the coin mm-hmm. because I think what we often talk about and I think just society in general, people in general, we love to talk about how pastors and churches abuse that the giving Mm -hmm. the tithing Mm -hmm. i think we put a lot of emphasis on that majority of the time but if we really think about it i would love to see the statistical data on how many pastors are really doing that right really Mm -hmm. abusing it i think a majority of the people who um, are afraid to give to churches um have a distaste for it it's not even coming from their own experiences Mm -hmm. it's coming from people yeah Yeah. it's literally coming from people embedding that in that thing Mm -hmm. into them but that's not even true majority of the pastors that i have known have not abused the money that's been given to them um from me coming from a perspective of someone who's done business for before right and telling people that i'm leaving building my own business to do ministry right and they automatically assume that when you're going to do that then you are taking the lower road that you will be broke and god has no provision for you yep right not yep. wealthy wise so why is it that if we see a pastor riding around a lexus or a benz that, that is a problem for us because the promises of the promises that god gave all of us they also include our pastors mm-hmm. why is it because they are um leading people because why is it that um if they've chosen christ that they have to be poor why do they do have to know? be poor and what gives you the input what makes you think your little tithe is making them rich say that because statistically sunday? majority of y'all not even tithing sunday, mm-hmm. really, sunday it says our, our primer preaching is i have to read this sunday when i was reading talking about malachi we were talking about money he says in here well uh let's start off by being honest you ask how we how how have we robbed you in tithe and offering that's how and you're under a curse the whole lot of you because you're robbing me bring your full tithe into the temple's treasury so there will be ample provisions for my temple ample <laughs> provisions he said yeah. i don't my my house it's my house my church my body my leaders mm-hmm. ample provisions mm-hmm. in in the book of um nehemiah when they were rebuilding the wall like everybody started to build up their houses and left the god's house wrecked so the preachers and leaders had to leave and get jobs and nehemiah come by like god just freed us and gave us a wall and gave us how dare y'all let the preachers and teachers go work mm-hmm. and y'all houses is fat and and it's been like you said he just to piggyback on that it's like what's wrong with that he said bring ample provisions mm-hmm. in my house and it says it says worthy of double honor and now being pastor for a few years y'all have no this week alone has been one of the most emotionally raggedy like it is like i'll you buy him a lambo if you can because he gonna get to drive it for a few miles and deal with somebody's problem yeah. right. and have to go be up all night praying like people don't think have no clue how it feels to take care of a person's soul yeah. and the things gotta drop on you while you in the shower or when you're on a vacation with your wife and you just want rest I just wanna go for rest I haven't had a vacation since Pastor where half of it hasn't been we was at Cancun <laughs> with the Robinsons <laughs> and me and E while our, our husband and wife is up getting back massages me and E is laying in the sun in the little thing by the pool talking about church yeah yeah and she, <laughs> and no she, she didn't really want to talk about she like let me just help parents to get it out and release it like, <laughs> this is a it, it, you never mm-hmm. it's never a yeah. second off mondays are supposed to be my day off. yeah yeah you, you don't get it off no yeah. you don't and, and they deserve by by a my time 
I, I, I remember saying when he first took over the church, he put a graph of what it was when he first took over in leadership and like 700000 a year they made. Mm-hmm. And they got up all the way up to 70 plus million dollars mm-hmm. a year of tithe that offer from the anointing and gifting that God had placed on that man's life yeah. that catapulted that ministry. And so if they decided we want to give him 10%, a $7 million salary a year plus, mm-hmm. he deserves every dime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every dime. Yeah. Yeah. We pay presidents, we pay polit politicians, we pay the mayor, we pay the police officers, we pay everybody entertainers. Yeah. We give we give LeBron them. Um I heard I was watching a video today, um Brady, Tom Brady, they offer him a three hundred and thirty three hundred and seventy five million dollar contract for ten years that when he retired to come broadcast. Mm-hmm. Cause come entertain people on that. the radio. Yeah. Thirty seven and a half million yeah. dollars a year and to talk. Sometimes it's not even people. We will give yeah. Chanel mm-hmm. and we will give yeah. Nike and oh, we will boy. give, Chick-fil-A. oh my God, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yes. Chipotle. We're okay with putting our money there. But when it comes yeah. to the house of God or the man of God, it's like, I need to know what you're doing with my money. Right. I need right? to know. Right. But it was it's kind of crazy because our pastor, of course, get, has an open book and he shows us mm-hmm. what he does with the money. But it's very interesting because when you're donating to these other nonprofits, rather Ooh. it be nonprofits that are whatever it is, you not tell you don't need a, a receipt of where they put your money. You don't you need know that. the salary of the yeah. president of the cancer. I wonder can you look up the salary of the breast cancer awareness president? Yeah. I bet you they make a ton of money and I'm not shunning any of the work <laughs> that people do right. but the reality is is last time I checked cancer still ain't been cured but the, but but, the, but, but souls the, are the being saved that. every day right yet and, and and I don't mean to be this person it's just like because I, I don't think it's okay for people to abuse mm-hmm. um their their roles are to abuse people and to just right. take money but I think that people got to get out of the, their own way mm-hmm. and um stop thinking that someone's supposed to baby you our pastors mm. are supposed to teach us yes. the, the principles of tithing and at the end of the day they shouldn't get anxiety going into, into the pulpit to teach you a lesson that they're supposed to teach you because oh they're God. afraid that you think they're gonna want your money right or they're afraid you're gonna leave because you asking yeah or not and, and, and here's the thing this is what gets me our pastor's supposed that, to be in the dark i'm sorry he supposed to, our pastor's supposed to be in the dark because we don't want i don't want to pay their light bill <laughs> Like, I'll pay LeBron's. I'll buy these three hundred right, dollars Yeezys. But I will do that. I'll pay I will do that. Yeah. An- another thing for me too. Sometimes when I look at when they be bashing some of the preachers that do have the Ferraris and do have the the expensive things and take the expensive church trips. Didn't pay for it. Guess what? The church didn't, didn't pay, even pay, pay for, for it. it. When you look at your <laughs> when you look at them type of people, mm-hmm. they got books and and TV shows Seriously. and podcasts yes. and all and this other kind of stuff. God They're in entrepreneurs. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Those are things. Though those are conferences. Their, conferences and mm-hmm. workshops and yes. all this other kind of stuff but the first thing we want to say is that it came from the tithes and the mm-hmm. offering that's the first thing we want to say mm-hmm. and and quiet as is kept a lot of those ministers and pastors they don't even take, take money from the church, from the church. Stop taking it. yep they stop <laughs> absolutely taking it. that's a great point it's a great it. point like and, and i love the point that eu was making like we it's time to grow up we got to grow up because this this is the this is really what this is is the trick of the enemy to keep mm-hmm. people from being blessed. Yeah, yeah. Let me create this this this. Let me take the sin of one. This let's take let's go out even further. This is why people don't even want Christ sometimes. Yeah. If I can take the mistake of a few that display Christ wrong to you, mm-hmm. I can tarnish your entire image of Christ. If mm-hmm. I can take the few that made you made giving bad and messed it up for you, we can just make the whole church giving thing wrong. And yeah. it's, it's if God says to seed principle, what you sow you will reap. If there's no sowing, there is no reaping. I can keep you broke and working 50, 60, 80 hours a week and never really being where you want to be, never 
never really trusting God, never really getting supernatural movement because you didn't line up with the principles of the Bible. You didn't line up with the principle. And this is a universal principle. Mm -hmm. You don't have to believe Jesus for this principle. Would you put a seed in the ground? You could be a Christian, atheist, most, uh, um, Muslim, whatever. The principle that God has built into the fabric of, of his world is the same. Yeah. If you put a seed in the ground, it's going to grow. That's why philanthropists that are there, atheists are rich and yep. keep getting richer. Mm -hmm. It is a universal principle, but we are scared. Just keep teaching in the church. I, I me myself was literally like about to change my Sunday lesson because I didn't want to deal with people thinking I wanted their money. Yeah, like yeah. thinking people thinking that that I want their money. Oh, you see his house. You see what you? He just took his wife on vacation. It's the church money. Actually, last vacation I went on was the church. My staff actually gave us flights to go. <laughs> <laughs> so it is y'all money. No, but but, but and I, okay, I love that. Let's get from the part that even if it was the church's money. Yeah. If it's executive staff that said this is how we want to bless our leadership and this is how we want to take care of our leadership, well, that's their right to do it. Yeah. And we don't say what they do with any, like you said, any other committee in any other nonprofit, any other profit that we go ham for yeah. to give money to these organizations that really are paying for their their mansions, the leaders' mansions, we don't say anything about that. But then when it comes to our souls, yeah. the people are trying to hear from God and help us and build our soul. We say, you, you're you supposed to sit there and not have anything nice and be humble and meek and walk around with nothing. And let's be a bill in the Bible. Let's start from the beginning. Abraham was rich. God blessed him. Job, y'all know he had money. Jacob, it's a whole chapter of how Jacob, God grew Jacob's money. Solomon, God gave him riches. David, yeah. rich. Like, Come on, like yeah. this is not God. And it says, what gets me about them being rich, God gave it to them. Mm -hmm. yeah. They didn't go hustle. Mm -hmm. He gave it. He blessed them. Mm -hmm. Like he blessed them. This is where the tithe ever came about when Abraham tears a tent to Melchizedek. He honors the man of God. And then God just, boom, just keeps blessing him with spoils and spoils and spoils. And oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Watch this. They got blessed, Jehoshaphat and the people of it. They got blessed after war. Yeah. They got blessed from the spoils of the enemy. Abraham will go fight these battles and the spoils, all these, these they, horses and chariots and gold. And like they got blessed after the spoil of Jehoshaphat. They said they had three days of spoil three days, yeah. after the war. We want blessings with no war. Mm. Mm. We want God <laughs> do, do, do for me. <laughs> I'm going to even put my tithe in and do, do, do for me, but I don't want to go to war for it. Yeah, I don't want to be long-suffered for it. And all these chances, they trusted God and God showed up and spoiled, spoiled, yeah. spoiled. And it was, normally it wasn't just a spoil. They feared their Lord, their God. So it was spoiled and peace. We want God to bless us, but we don't want to obey. Mm -hmm. We don't want to line up. Mm -mm. Yeah, we want to do what we want to do, mm -hmm. and then we think. And this goes back to what he said: we have to grow up. Mm -hmm. This is not how it works in, in life. And, and anybody else, all of us in here, didn't lost five pounds before. All of us in here, didn't save five thousand dollars probably before. We know what it, we have to sacrifice. Yeah, it's gonna cost it's you not, something. It, it's something that you go through to get that. That it, nothing. It don't just happen. And we ask God, just bless me. And when you don't, I'm done giving. If you don't bless me in six months. <laughs> but you invested your money into your stock for six years and all you got you got a hundred dollars in there you invested <laughs> all your money in your 401k and when, when when the covid hit your money shrunk like a mug mm -hmm. like you took l like i i get it it's nothing wrong with it but what we're what, what we're trying to say right now what we're, i guess what we're getting at is we have to mature in our faith to trust god with our money mm -hmm. yeah that's really the the thing. We have it's a just a immature view of money. Period. period. Yeah, just yeah. period. I have never seen more adults, and I'm, I'm sorry because I don't know if y'all ever done this, but it really irks 
every part of my soul mm-hmm. when I see it's my birthday bless my cash app <laughs> it's my birthday bless my cash app and I can't stand it personally because I'm like dang we out that. here <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand it because it comes from that to I'm relocating donate to my relocation mm-hmm. I am doing this donate to this everybody has put an emphasis on I want a donation mm-hmm. every yeah. move that I make I want you to bless I want you to pour into it. However, and if you don't, and if you don't, you ain't trying to help me. I just think it's like everybody is looking for handouts. Nobody wants to to serve. Nobody wants to give anything. They just want to receive. I I was actually going to say that. I would say that that it's really funny to me how people want to give the least but expect the most. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially when it comes to Christ. Oh, absolutely. Especially when it comes to God. They they don't want to give a whole lot of time, talent, or treasure. Mm -mm. But when they need something, when they in between blessings is what I like to call it. You better give me something to church. I mean... They are expecting not God, the church, the pastor. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't I don't I don't I don't want to give to the church. I don't want to serve the church. I don't want to serve the people of God in the church. But you let something happen in my life. I need the pastor to be up so he can answer the phone. I need him to come when I get married. I need to come when the people die. I need him to come in the midnight hour. And if they don't show up, then you really didn't care. You just wanted my money and you a toxic pastor. I got to go because now I got all this church hurt. And if Mm. you don't do it. Like, if you don't, like, and this is the thing, like, if you don't, like, you cannot get away with that anywhere else. Anywhere the military, else. your job, you cannot, you cannot show up for two months and come in and have an expectation that everybody in the past, everybody need to be ready to serve you. Mm-hmm. You can't do that at your work. Miss two days. Don't come back hardly. Mm-hmm. Go to military. You will be AWOL. Like, but we go, we won't come to church. We won't serve. We won't put anything back into the body of Christ. But the pastor better be ready when better I be call. Ready. Yeah. And there's been times. I'm sorry. I'm guilty of this. I'm just keeping the bill. I'm just honest anyway. When certain people that has not helped build this ministry, that's just wait. They just wait. They they don't ever help. When they call, they're not my priority. Sometimes I will pick up for somebody else if I know I'm busy with my wife. I'll give them that because I know this is somebody who they add. They may be calling to, to give me a testimony and pick my spirit up. But some people that when they, all they do is just hit me with a hammer every time I pick up the phone or every time they need some or every time they want some and they've never helped build the ministry. They never served the body. They never served their brothers and sisters. It's always give me, give me, give me. Okay, right. I'm sorry. I've and I did. This because a pastor said to me you can only help the fat people change your attention to the fat people faithful available and teachable there you go he says mm-hmm. you cannot bring a sight i had to put notes when i was in this meeting with this mentor <laughs> he says you cannot excite excite people you can you cannot make people committed who is unexcited about the ministry you can't get Oof. them to be part of it he Thanks. says you can you'll waste your time he said if i knew this 10 years ago i'd have had a lot less great hair i kept trying to make people excited that wasn't mm-hmm. fat that wasn't faithful that wasn't available that wasn't teachable yep. but they kept pulling on you yeah. and pulling on you and i said i determined myself right there i'm only rocking with the fat people like I'm only one that cause them the people you can give your whole self to, mm-hmm. and when you're broken, they're gonna help knit you back together. Mm-hmm. That's not saying people that are not fat will never get anything from the pastor and anything from the church. But what but what I'm saying to the people who are fat, them the people I'm dying for. 
I'm riding with. They can get my last of my last because I know and they not only if they never give it back to me, somebody else can go pick off their tree and that thing will replicate in somebody else's life. They may not ever give back to me or they may ever pour back into me, but somebody can go bite off their tree that needs that anointing, that needs that prayer, that needs that, and then they can continue to replicate discipleship disciples in their life. So it's it's a, it's, it's it's actually wisdom. Yeah, it's it's everybody is like obsessed with mental health right now, so it's setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. So if you don't understand what he's saying, it's not that he doesn't love everybody. It's not that he wouldn't do or bend over backwards. Because if you actually know our pastor, yeah, he do way more than he has to at times. But it's understanding that just because I love you doesn't give you. I don't have to give you the right to abuse me. Yes, mm-hmm. and I think also that um, comes to we sometimes we do stuff and expect an immediate result or do something because we want the result mm. and even mm. if we do get to the point where it's like okay yeah i'm gonna give because my pastor said if i'll give then <laughs> in three years baby it's gonna be real nice for me but we have to i think with when you're not giving into with the right heart and with the when you're not postured correctly it can lead you to do things like okay you know and god can give you a vision god gave me provision for this and i've been giving but i don't see i don't see how i'm gonna make it work i don't see god moving in this way so i'm gonna go try to do something and make it work myself Mm -hmm. and then when we're left dumbfounded and when we're left with all the pieces of something that was never ordained in the first place we want to look at it like I was taught the wrong principle. You were actually taught the right principle, but you just had the right the wrong heart, heart mm-hmm. in doing it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's, that's crazy. It says, uh, I, I, we, "It says, dear brothers and sisters, if any believer is overcome by sin, you who godly should gently and humbly help them." But it was like he said a piece in here. He says, he says, where is it? Where is that? Verse ten. He says. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of faith. Mm-hmm. So we have Paul is talking to Galatians. He's, he has a he's saying, if you call yourself Christian, y'all in this body, y'all should be ready to always help and serve and give to everyone, mm-hmm. especially to the people who call themselves Christians. Yeah. That's not like if we want to say if we want to say that we are Christians and we want to look all holy and stuff. And I use this example, even though I'm a big, I am a fan and a believer of speaking in tongues, but I use this example because for so many years we've identified that gifting as meaning that you're the best church person in the world and God is all over you, but it's, it's a gift like any other gift. Yeah. We can speak in tongues. We can do all this thing. We can lay hands. We can prophesy all day. But if we're not serving people and loving people and giving up ourselves, this is for the pastors first. Right. We are not, listen, the Bible and pastors is translated into shepherd. Mm-hmm. Tell me back in the Bible days when the shepherds was the hot guy. Moses was mm-hmm. a shepherd. David was a shepherd. Nobody was like growing up. I want to be a shepherd when I grow up. <laughs> <Damn> like, <laughs> it was a position of yeah. servitude to mm-hmm. dumb sheep back then. It was not the, the everybody, every time people, a little shepherd boy, it was like the trash man job. Mm-hmm. So if, if pastors translated to shepherd, how do we get so high up, so high where everybody is serving us and we have very little servitude to mm-hmm. everybody else? Yeah. And sometimes y'all have to tell me, stop vacuum and move. We got it. Because I'm like, I'm going to serve more. I'm going to be the biggest server in the house. Like, I'm going to make sure that serve, I set the tone for serving. Because if we're going to be a church that's going to impact culture for real, we have to learn how to serve in love. Yeah. Like, for God so loved the world that he gave his own. He served he gave up himself from them. And we missing out this this thing in the Bible. The new commandment is to love each other as I love you. Go serve each other. So it's like this idea that we need to get 
me, me, serve mm-hmm. me, support my vision, support my business, support my stuff, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And, and we don't really want to have this. We Our big thing should be give. I'm giving to you. Be philanthropists. Be ready to give and do for everybody else. Why can't we make that popular? Why mm-hmm. can't that be the thing to serve other people in spite of ourselves? Because love is you go down so they can go up. Not we go up together. <laughs> we didn't redefine what love is. You support mine. <laughs> I share yours. You share mine. Hey. We're going to love each other. Like, that's not, you should only be concerned with what can I do to help and serve you. If you really have faith, going back to our beginning point, God will provide. I'm just, mm-hmm. maybe I'm crazy by believing this. If, mm-hmm. if, maybe I'm crazy that if we were about the gospel of Jesus Christ and we preach it, with 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 have the mitigated gall to go tell people that he loves you in spite of he died on the cross for you in spite of your sins was put on his back in spite of he has enough love nothing can separate you from his love in spite of if we do that like they did in acts like peter did right there in front of the church like he did outside the gate like he did everywhere he went if we do that God, I'm I'm under this crazy impression that he will provide because he needs us at that point. He wants us. He needs Mm -hmm. us out here doing this work. He said the harvest is great, but what? The workers are few. The workers are few. Mm -hmm. I need everybody screaming my name. It's possible because so many people die and going to hell. And I just think if we do that and he's giving us a big vision, he can provide for his own vision. Like I'm going to talk about this a little bit this Sunday, but God told me months ago, I can take care of my wife. Go take care of your own. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us are cheating we're cheating with the church. Mm-hmm. Like we're literally over here like, well, babe, and I, I was convicted of this New Year's. Y'all see me crying my eyes out because I was apologizing to my wife because I gave her all of the time, all of our time. Baby, just give, just I'm, just sacrifice with me this year. I'll take you on vacation next year. And I can't stay with you tonight and pray because I got to pray and study. And I gave the church everything and I was cheating. Mm. The the Bible says the, the church is Christ's bride mm-hmm. is his wife mm-hmm. he can take care of his own wife yeah. you take care of your wife yeah. like don't come over here and cheating and trying to do for my wife and leave yours abandoned and think that I'm pleased with that when really all you're doing <laughs> is just leaving your house mm-hmm. na- uh, un- unguarded and mm-hmm. uncovered talking about you gotta cover mine that's a whole word that's right that's cause now we can go in there <laughs> I, I mean I, I just and I, I was convicted of it and God said I could take care of my wife take care of your own mm. I can provide for my church take care of your own yeah. and so and that's why I turned my attention now I've been, I matured this year to understand like but he'll provide or we just gonna shut it down I mean he gonna even provide for it or we gonna do something mm-hmm. but and, and that's how we have to be we have to trust him and can we please like this this, this is gonna be here y'all go I got something for y'all cause I, I'm so against this and I, I, I'm sure I'm gonna have to do it sometime in my life but I do not like the whole can we sow a seed can, can we give me a seventeen a seven dollar seed? <laughs> can you give me God is saying eighteen fifty tonight? Hold on, wait, like, wait. Are we in an auction? Because I'm confused. Yeah. I, I remember <laughs> growing up at uh, my church, we had a whole service where um, they did the praise and worship, and then the roof needed to get fixed, and we were let out once the once we got to the certain amount. And so it is it's actually so a real really thing. Kept y'all in there until and I didn't even even as a kid, I knew that okay. Because we're supposed to be getting the word right now. Like, I didn't even like church like that growing up. But mm-hmm. knowing that it was just kind of, it, that was a real thing. And it sucks that it is a real thing. But it's so refreshing when you come into something and it's like, oh, okay. So this is actually, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. it's actually kind of cool. And now <laughs> I can give. And it's like just, you know, yeah. it's it's a good thing. So I I'm thankful. It's just, yeah. it's hard to find that balance, though, because you got people that come from those situations and then they come into another church and they don't want you to talk to them about money Mm -hmm. at all Mm -hmm. so it's like 
how can it's it's nice that you said it was refreshing now i can actually give but you got people clinching their purchase purses like somebody trying to rob them mm-hmm. in church even right. though we're just teaching the principle of it so it's like how do you bring those people around to understanding the principle of tithing of giving what's the balance Listen, what's the balance i think just put the seed in the ground that's it. The word will do the job by itself. Mm-hmm. Just put the That's seed right. in the ground. That's good. If you if God gives you to teach on on giving teach on giving yeah. and that's it increase. and that's it and that's it move increase. on you know that, what i'm saying god will handle the people's hearts listen those are his people good. anyway he know their hearts he know them frontwards and yeah. backwards anyway mm-hmm. he know how to get their attention mm-hmm. let yes. the word do its job yeah. the word does not need your help you don't have to force yep. it you don't have to put your cash app 17 times just your yeah. veil your zenmo whatever <laughs> you don't have to do any of that all you got to do is let the word do its job the yes. word is what changes yeah and that's literally with like Everything, everything when it comes to Christ yeah. because I can remember when I first started to um when I was like okay God I knew who you were growing up but now I need to know who you are to me and know who you are in my life and I remember I opened my Bible for the first time as an adult on my own and not having my parents say hey you need to read your Bible mm-hmm. and I opened my Bible and I was reading and I'm, I pray always I still do pray like Lord uh, Holy Spirit just read this to me give me understanding and I did and it was like God, as I, you know, is draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. And it's, yeah. it's literally, so what you give to me, I'll give to you and even more because I remember for a, like, it was like a, a long period of time where all throughout my day, I was working at a job where I, it was, I didn't talk, I could go all day without talking to a single person mm-hmm. and all day God would just be pouring himself out to me in different ways. And I would go back um, at the end of the night and get Avery to sleep and read my Bible. And it's like, Lord we're just talking about this <laughs> yeah. and so the it's really if you, what you put into god and even if that's not saying that you know um if you put put a thousand dollars to your two thousand dollar paycheck mm-hmm. give that to me but no give and seek me earnestly in this part of your life and watch what i can do for you mm-hmm. yeah. that's good yeah but i think that just brought it all like full circle yeah what can just said what you just said pastor what ashley just said when you really think about it though when it comes to just the whole faith thing um, and you, like you said, God dealing with you, like I can take care of my bride. Mm-hmm. I think what we do is we think that we are responsible for um, getting the soil ready, mm-hmm. planting the seed, yep. watering it, making sure that we're clipping the weeds. Mm-hmm. We're, we think that we're responsible for the whole mm-hmm. gardening mm-hmm. process. Mm-hmm. Just teach the word. All we need to do is our portion because what you planted, somebody else will come and water come it on. and somebody else will come in and remove those weeds and somebody else will come clean it up. Somebody else will help it to grow until where it is this strong rooted tree mm-hmm. or whatever it is is being planted. And so, like you said, some of those pastors um, or just people in general, all we need to do is just have faith in God. Mm-hmm. Do what it is that we've been called to do of and asked to do mm-hmm. and trust that he'll take care of the rest. And that's, and that's, that's I mean, it. You just quoted the whole scripture. I, I had to pull it up because Minister Ken mentioned it earlier. But First Corinthians chapter 3 said, though, um, it's not important who does the planting and who does the watering. What's there important is that God makes the seed grow. There you mm-hmm. go. And then he said, the one who plants and the one who waters work together with the same purpose and the both will be rewarded with their own hard work. And you can go on, but really he's talking about the word of God because mm-hmm. he's talking about, some say Apollos, some say Paul, but at the end of the day, our job 
ultimately what he's telling Corinth is to just preach the word of God. <laughs> Sometimes you would never see the seed grow. Just preach it, as you mm. said. Just just preach the word of God. Yeah. I get it. I, I've I've been there as a pastor. I'm about to literally switch whole lessons of fear of people's hearts yeah. and how they will receive it. But you have to just preach the word of God I, and and just leave it there. I was I've been waiting to read this 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 passage that Paul wrote young Timothy and he says and I, and we, we talk about money and it's what bothered me about the whole cash up thing and how it's turned into almost like a church hustle mm-hmm. even though I know we have need the, the church needs money we mm-hmm. can use the money anybody listening Always. we are a great place to sow <laughs> I get it oh gosh I get it more than anybody but what I'm seeing is a we perverting something mm-hmm. that God has ordained that we do get money from the people and accept time to offer so we can take care of his business but we're perverting it and Paul is telling Timothy as he's on his way out the door of ministry I was studying today like Paul's last five years of ministry was all letters to his his young guys mm-hmm. his pupils Timothy and Titus and I was like he spent the last five to six years of ministry pouring himself out to the next generation mm-hmm. I got a whole like book long post I'm about to post about this but I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I should we should have been talking about that because everybody gonna think I'm saying something that I'm not but he spends he spends his time teaching him about false teaching and mm-hmm. when you look at the context we know for the love of money is the fruit of all evil mm-hmm. but look at the context he says in verse Verse three, some people may contradict our teaching, but these are the wholesome teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ. These teachings promote a godly life. Anyone who teaches something different is arrogant and lacks understanding. Such a person has has an unhealthy desire to quibble over the meaning of words. This stirs up arguments, ending in jealousy, division, slander, and evil suspicions. These people always cause trouble. Their minds are corrupt, and they have turned their backs on the truth to then show a god uh, then show off a. T- to them, a show of godliness is a way to become wealthy. Mm-hmm. Then he goes on and says, yet true godliness with content is itself great wealth. After all, we brought nothing with us We can when we came into the world, and we can take any, we cannot take anything with us when we leave it. So if we have enough food and clothing, let us be content. But people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into the ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, and people and some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. And when I look at this, all I see is he's saying, don't switch your preach yeah. and your teach yeah. to start to for money and wealth because you have a, a thirst for attention. And I think when he's saying wealth, Today's likes and subscribers is wealth. Mm-hmm, so yeah. when you want more subscribers, when you want more, you switch your teaching and you cater your teaching. Mm-hmm. He's telling you be be in this. I, I read that because we were talking about having wholesome teaching. Just teach the word. Mm-hmm. He's saying. Timothy, don't make the mistake yeah. like many has made of desiring things. He said, if you have clothes and food, be content. Yeah. Like, don't start desiring things and letting that start to shift how you do ministry, shift how 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 passionate you are about the gospel. Because now you're losing people, and people don't like this message, and you you're losing the tithe and the big person with the tithe the money the, the tithe the most. They're leaving the church because they're mad because they're like that you. No, he said you have to preach this word and you have to preach it with just the the, more, the impure and the purity and holiness of what it yeah. truly is do not fall away from that because the love that you can have for money is the roots of all kinds of evil mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it will be if you start doing that you will start some people who love money so much they don't even recognize that they pulpit has wandered all the way down to something that God is not even glorified in anymore. Mm-hmm. We've let people come in and promote stuff that we should mm-hmm. not even let promote but we know we say no they tithe 5000 a month like 
I'm gonna have to lose my race if I don't. So I gotta let them kind of have do what they want to do. Yeah. You know, like, she gifted. You know how much money she gifted for clergy month last year, and she let her do it. Like, like we we start to realize we have we have compromised the pulpit, mm-hmm. so we can fit in with Black Lives Matter. Ooh, I'm about to go there. So we can fit in with other things. So we can be culturally accepted and please and tickle the ears of the people sitting in the pews. So we say different things. We use our platform for different things that so we won't have to lose. So and, and God said the holiness is just fading. My sanctification of my house is just fading. Have we turned into the the the, the have we turned the temple to the den of thieves? When Jesus was flipping table, how we took mm-hmm. his house and made it a place mm-hmm. where it's comfortable mm-hmm. for this type of stuff. It's, there's nothing wrong with people get cash up out there. Many times people have asked, yeah. what's the cash what's up? The, how do we yeah. give? Right. But when we lead with giving, yeah. when we always are leading with giving, when our message is more about can you support, then how can we serve this gospel to you? Because yeah. most people that's giving are in straight bondage. Yeah. Just tithing away in bondage. And I'm sorry they dollar can't get them out of bondage. Their obedience to the word of God can. Mm-hmm. So if I can get you to do that, I tell people I don't keep your money. Not that we cannot definitely use it. Keep it. If I can get you to submit to God in every other way mm-hmm. and get free from the bondage in your family, get free from the bondage that's passing over to your kids, get you sleep better at night, we can work on money in the, at the mm-hmm. end of it. Because I got something, it's something greater that I need you to receive from the Holy Spirit. And the money thing is, we can work on that later. Yeah. But, as of right now, I want your soul. Mm-hmm. I want your freedom. I want the bondage lifted off you. I want you to understand God and know Him in a different way. And when if I if that happens, you would want to give up your little money. You'd be right. getting that check. I just got a raise. That's an extra three hundred a month. I get to get to the church. You would really feel that way. I've been there. Yeah. So it's not that it's a bad thing. Of course, it's just do we have your prioritized right? Are we prioritized right? Or are the needs of the church more prevalent in our minds than the, than the souls that need God? than the spirits of the people who need who need God, who need to know the gospel, the good news, or have we let provision and our lack of faith mm-hmm. take precedence over what we do in our ministries. Yeah. That's why we don't pass around collection plates. It's not that we are against collection plates. It's just we want you to be focused on God. We're going to put it up on the board, put some kiosks in the back, put a red bucket in the corner, and you can get a chance to worship in that in that way later. Right now, I need your soul. I need your attention on this Bible and I don't need to distract you with what you've seen grandma do and all the money she gave and she never made it out the hood and all the stuff that you've experienced around money. I'm sensitive to it. So I want to, to, to allow my infants in the spirit and the people who's infants in discipleship not be distracted by that pain of their money. And they will grow in that area if yeah. I really trust God to do yeah. it. Yeah. And here's the thing. Even if 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 it takes them a while to grow. God's still gonna take care of his church. Baby steps. He will use a stranger <laughs> to take care. Yeah. Listen, yeah. if Remember he can the old have, school words way was people off dad's hey, mail route. Sending biggest facts. Sending money to the church. He's gonna make sure that he get it's his work. Mm-hmm. It's like his you said, vision it's his, it's at the end of vision. the day. Come on. So he's gonna <laughs> always give provision his for his vision. vision. Yeah. It's his vision. If it's his vision and he's telling you this is what he's gonna do, then he's gonna do it and he don't need you to figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. He don't need you to get creative in these different ways to make it happen. Mm-hmm. It's gonna happen with or without you Mm -hmm. and what you need he'll provide and that's just the reality of it Mm -hmm. I think we get so wrapped up and God gave me this vision so I gotta birth it Mm -hmm. I I gotta make it happen Mm -hmm. when you gotta understand that is it you or is it me Mm -hmm. and it's God Mm -hmm. we put too much emphasis on ourselves and our own abilities when we are limited so we need to look to our our limitless Christ 
who is able when we got people who don't want to give um, and, and use a discernment that he's given us. I know the church needs this, but I also know how people look at money. So maybe I shouldn't put my cash app here. Mm-hmm. Maybe I shouldn't ask them for anything today. Maybe I should just serve and pray and ask God to touch somebody's heart. And they come through for you, mm-hmm. for us at the end of the day. But I think that's just us in general. Our flesh gets in the way of thinking that we got to handle everything, mm-hmm. whether it's the planting the seed and mm-hmm. um, and and harvesting and taking care of the crops and all these different things, as well as the vision God gave gives us. We think that we have to make every step happen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes God just is like sometimes you just wake up like God. How did you? Mm-hmm. I don't even. I just. Oh, I, that part just gets me because where were you when he created everything? That's you know what I'm saying? Like, do he need you? Like, he didn't need you there. Where were you at? Foundation of the earth. Right. Like, <laughs> like, seriously. I'm good. I got it. And at the end of the day, y'all go talk and take care of your church. Right. It's not that we're saying yeah. don't do that. It, no. will, be oh, a blessing. it will be a blessing to you. Absolutely. But take care of your leadership. Mm-hmm. If you have the means and God said put in your heart to do uh, almost almost every staff member have so some point in time just like randomly just did something for me and my wife. Like go to date night. Mm-hmm. Here take this. We just want to be a blessing to y'all. That is a good thing. You have a pastor. He is worthy of double honor. Yeah. But pastors, that's just evaluate. I'm, all I'm all I'm saying is let's evaluate our hearts yeah. and mm-hmm. keep growing. Yeah. And evaluate and make sure we don't let our good be spoken evil of. Yeah. Your heart may, may not nowhere near no money, but we have to understand who we're dealing with in this generation mm-hmm. and just understand like we that's 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 have enough faith not to post a cash app sometimes. To uh-huh. trust God. Like, I know yeah. that when we post that, we get that extra $200 that week. Like, who thank you? But what if God said, I'm trying to do so much more? If I can get your heart right, I, I can try. I, what if I got one person ready to give 200000 but instead, instead of your 20 people giving that $8 seed? What if I had so much more for you, but you, you're worrying about the resources a little too much? I've gotten to my point where I just pray about it. Lord, resources. People building money in that order. Do take care of that. I'm going to go up in this pulpit and study and get this word to your people and save souls. And we've done that every week. It's been one souls or three souls or four souls. Like, that's what I'm focusing on. If that means something to heaven, it says heaven rejoice when one coming to repentance. So obviously heaven been kicking it off words away every week. You so that may be why the checks keep coming. It's probably why in the last 90 days <laughs> yeah. we keep getting checks because we keep getting these souls. And that's what we're focusing on. The people who do not know Jesus Christ, that if they were to die the next man, they are going to hell. That's where our, our, our focus needs to be. So, I mean, pastors, all we're saying, let's just do a, a evaluation. We know what we're doing is mm-hmm. it is biblically sound and in is in, in the boundaries. Let's just make sure our hearts haven't slipped. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's all amazing. we're saying. And people, of God, keep giving and supporting the ministry. As you heard the women of God say, you support everything else. Like mm-hmm. everybody and everything goes can get your get can get your generosity and it comes to the church. It's almost like crab in a barrel mentality. Like like everybody else get your support except the spiritual. But the minute somebody die, we expect the church to open and bury our people and be ready and the pastor Man. to preach and everything. That's like that's that's be that's be that's be real and just like be mature. That's mature as as yeah. the woman of God said. So anything y'all wanna throw in there before we we get out of here? 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Have a blessed rest of your week. Yeah. Right, let's, let's get it in. So I'm gonna say a quick prayer out because we gotta seal up conversation like this with prayer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah, I mean, Father, we just. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, Father, we just thank you for just everything you've done for us today, Father. We actually continue to just open our hearts to to grow and mature. And honestly, Lord, it's all about your love on the cross. It's all about your love. You said you love me because I love you first. I've chosen you. I predestined you, Lord, for that. So let us understand and mature to grow as disciples in Christ and our giving and our faithfulness and our tithe and offering. And let us as leaders understand that you will provide. You always have provided. You left us the greatest helper, the Holy Spirit. And you've had that's really the only thing we would ever need. Father, let us grow content in whatever state that you have us uh, have us in, knowing that you can do all things father so let's just forgive us we repent for not always having the right heart posture father me myself mm -hmm. we repent as leaders for always even in our personal households we repent for not trusting you sometimes for things that we know that you said be anxious for nothing just pray and, and cast your cares upon me but we didn't do that we we just we we carry burdens and loads that we shouldn't have we repent in our individual lives and also being leaders in the church father continue to do a revival in your people continue to do a revival in this generation father Continue to do revival in the generation before us, Father. And we pray all these things that could be so. In Jesus' name we pray and we thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. I know what we like to say, I know what we like to say, go and produce kingdom fruit and live life. Words Words way. Way. We out, we out, we out. I know that you just looking for what you can find.